living large and take a charge, big boy. Listen up, it's Danny and Tay, and we are heard. All right, hi guys, welcome back to episode 89 of Heard the Podcast. This is Danny without Taylor because Taylor is dealing with some personal things right now. But I'm here with a special guest co-host. What's your name, special guest co-host? Hi, guys. This is Tommy. (laughs) What's going on? And uh, Tommy, tell us about yourself before we get into the show. Um, So I am a singer, songwriter, um, overall entertainer from the DMV area. Mm -hmm. Um, I have a song out. Fox News, y'all. She's been on Fox News. Um, um, she's been she performs downtown in China, China, uh, China, 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 <laughs> <laughs> I perform in Chinatown, DuPont Circle, Georgetown. Um, and I've also performed at venues like Wolf Trap, the Kennedy Center mm-hmm. and Union Stage and Songbird. And the list goes on. It hasn't been the Fillmore yet. It hasn't been the Fillmore yet. I feel like that you was- did. No, that was definitely on the goal list for um, 2020, but then, you know, pandemic. Yeah. So, mm. but it's, it's such a pleasure to be on the podcast. Thank you for joining me and being a guest. But yes, yeah, so you guys heard the podcast is available on all podcast streaming platforms. Um, we are also available on YouTube where we um, upload our full length episodes and clips of the show. Um, make sure you guys subscribe to H-E-R apostrophe D, the podcast on YouTube. Like, comment, subscribe, all those cute things. And girl, we, um, a couple of our videos have actually reached over 2,000 views. And that's time right. We, every time we talk about like Normani or Chloe and Holly, we, our views shoot the fuck up. I mean, it would make sense because, yeah. you know, these are the hot girls yeah. of, of today, especially in R&B. Yeah yes absolutely yeah get into that but then also guys um you all can um actually support her the podcast on anchor um and we have that support link um on our instagram page at her the podcast on our twitter page um and you can also find that link on youtube i believe under the description box in in our videos um so you guys can support us via anchor because that's where we are sponsored um all right, so let's get into the show. Let me unlock my phone because I just put a lock on my phone. Anywho, um, so before we get into the topics, I want to shout out Jay-Z because he was making some, he made some serious money moves um, the past couple of weeks. So the first thing that he did was, um, um, I think he, what, what did you hear about him? I did. I actually went on to Twitter to, <laughs> Twitter's like my news place now, mm-hmm. but I went on to Twitter to see um, what was going on Basically, how much did he make just this year alone? Was it three hundred million? I saw that his his um his his network like shot up forty percent from his from the deals that from the deals that he that he made. Um, right. So okay. So apparently says, yeah, his net worth, billionaire Jay Z's net was from Forbes. Billionaire Jay Z's net worth jumps forty percent with sales of streaming service title and um his champagne brand. I think his champagne brand is called Armand de Brignac. I think I'm saying it right. Um, he's. I thought it was Ace of Spades. Mm, mm, I, 
I don't think I thought it was like I thought it was like a Moetta. Well, he has mo- he has multi. No, it's Ace of Spades. Okay. Um, he sold half of Ace of Spades to LVMH, which is also the same house company that Rihanna used Fenty. for Fenty mm-hmm. for three hundred million. Mm-hmm. Then he invested in Oatly, which is a new um like a yes. wait, wait, vegan. It- oh no, no it's no. like it's milk. It's a type of oh. milk, like I think it's almond milk or something. Oh. or or cashew milk but they're oatly? skyrocketing passing oh, the soy it. brand i gotta try oatly then he sold title to, to square to, 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 to square and that's all that and for square 297 by, um, million square is owned by jack dorsey and jack dorsey um, is the ceo of twitter or the founder of twitter but yeah jack patrick dorsey is an american technology entrepreneur and philanthropist he is he is a co-founder and the, the ceo of twitter and the founder and ceo of square a financial payments company um yeah so jay-z got his hand got um sold um part of title to jack dorsey and then also um because the thing is i thought jay-z sold title completely that's no, he he sold it, and now the, that there's the a partnership, mm-hmm. he's also the board member mm-hmm. on um Square. I know that's fucking right. I know that's within right. Also, th- this year. What is it? it? Hasn't even been. It's been only two months. He's so fucking inspiring because he also, I, I believe, he also invested in some sort of marijuana brand. I'm not really sure on the specifics of that. Is mm. that? And then also, also. Um, I heard on the radio, but I forgot to look it up. So sorry. But um, I heard that he's trying to start some type of um, some type of like credit financial plan where you get um, credit like you're, you're, um, if you pay your Netflix and your Hulu and all that other shit, you get that, that, uh, that, um, helps your credit. Ah, score. that would be amazing. That would be amazing. You know how, you know how far my fucking credit score would shoot up if, if I got credit for paying my goddamn, um, Disney Plus or whatever the fuck I got? Yeah, faithfully. Sure. Wow, that would be, that would be major. Because honestly, I was just thinking about, I, I was thinking about this like a couple months ago. I was like, damn, like I wish me paying Netflix and shit really helped my credit because that's something that get on my, that comes on my account. Every right, even, month. even platforms like Klarna and Afterpay. Uh-huh. Yeah. They don't, they, it doesn't go to your, your credit report unless no. you don't pay for it. Mm-hmm. Like, and I mean, don't pay for it at all. Like not like late payments or whatever. If you don't pay it at all, then it goes to the credit bureau. And it's just like, well, that doesn't make sense. I want to build credit. Because it's a collection. But girls, sometimes girl, people be so ghetto. People will fucking take advantage of that shit. I know um, I heard something about how someone um, took advantage of like Klarna or Quapay or something where they got the, they got the items and then they like filed a claim on their fucking card and like got the refund and then kept the shit. And no way. I'm like, y'all gotta chill out with that. But anyway, that's not okay. It's really how do you okay. how do you feel about those um those platforms? Because um it's 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 basically a layaway type of thing, but you're getting the items immediately. How do you feel about that? Just that whole thing in general? Yeah, just I think about a, I think it's a savior. Mm. like this what, what do you mean like Klarna and like this the whole idea of Klarna yeah the whole idea of like making payments on on anything basically yeah I think I think just for people like us in in our financial class I think that that's like definitely something that helps us out when it comes to emergencies because I feel like it's been a couple of times where Klarna has saved me in like unexpected emergencies mm-hmm. um but I always pay it off one time because I know I'm gonna need it so I don't really abuse that 
Right. Um, but I do wish that that helped with my credit because that definitely would help my credit score. Me paying that. I was, um, I think it was Raven Elise or um, the owner, the CEO of House of CB. She was saying that she was asking people's opinion, like, should should they add Klarna to their to their shop? And people were saying no, because it's teaching people to not to save or, or even or not to um, it's teaching people not to save and not really value, you know, learning how to save up for something. That's what they said as like, that's what they said. Yeah, they were I saying. Feel like, I feel like they don't. People, when people say things like that to me, they don't really give a fuck about what you're teaching us because you're selling us a fucking product. So you, I do mean, yeah, certain, you do certain things to you do certain marketing things to 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 sell the product. So why why would you care about what you're teaching me to save? At that moment, yeah. like I don't really need to buy that shirt, but I want that shirt, but I don't need to buy it. But you're gonna make pretty graphics and you're gonna make pretty deals for me to want to go on your shop and shop. I guess she was just trying to understand from a consumer's standpoint. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's it's automatic. always there's always a pro and a con to everything, mm -hmm. but like I, I kind of get it because you like say. If you want to say for this, I don't know, designer item or something like before, you would have to forcefully save your money mm -hmm. to save up for that item. It teaches you how to manage your money. But now that we have this platform, it's like, oh, OK, well, I don't I don't got to say nothing. I just make payments on it. And then I already I have think it. That, I think that. I mean, yeah, to someone. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. And yeah, someone would think that if they weren't disciplined, but someone that is disciplined. Yeah, you can you can benefit off of the advantages of Klarna, but you also need to know that you need to save. Like, yeah, I'm mm -hmm. using Klarna, but I also need to learn how to save because I don't want to have to use Klarna. I want to use Klarna right. if I want to. You see exactly. what I'm saying? Exactly. So, yeah, I guess it, it boils down have to, into the person. The, per the person, yeah. Because yep. honestly, these, these things like Klarna and Afterpay and shit, like I'm sure that- It's going to be um, the future. Yeah, and also like those companies are benefiting. They're make even though like you're you're using that platform to to make four easy payments. It's some scheme that they the company scheme, no, but the that companies company, the companies are paying Klarna. Yeah, you mm -hmm. see what I'm saying? Yeah, so it's like it's like everyone's everyone's getting a benefit out of this. Absolutely, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. So. Yeah, but Klarna is my saving grace, y'all. I will tell you that. I love me some Klarna. Me too. It's so cute. I, now, you know, with Klarna, I earned, I guess I'm like gift. I earned some gift cards from that. Like I earned an Amazon gift card from that. And I earned a yeah. gift card from that. Like and earned, now, they, um, so I just updated all of my ads. Mm -hmm. And now you can see what your, um, your limit is. Yeah. It wasn't like that before. I, at first, I would just guess by what I was purchasing. Uh huh. And if they let you do but it, but now it shows you. And I'm looking. My I'm shit like, said like what? fifteen. My shit said like fifteen hundred or some shit like that. I'm like, don't do that to me. I was like, not play do with that. me like that. Do not play with me like that. <laughs> Ooh, and you can play. With, you can pay with Klarna in the store too. Girl, mine mine Ooh. went up to like two 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 something two thousand. So I'm like, all right, y'all gotta chill out. Don't tell me that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh-uh don't do it but <sighs> anywho okay so on to the on to the topic we talk about Klarna all day because I'm, I'm finna uh, use Klarna for um, some shit um tomorrow night actually but anywho um 
so on to the topics um we have this, this a few things and um and I love how this list that I made is very um musical inclined um because I'm talking to a singer a, a wonderful vocalist like you so thank you for that but first though, so the first <laughs> on the list though I want to bring up um Aries Spears so Aries Spears is a comedian he started off on Mad TV um if you guys are familiar with that Tommy wasn't I, wasn't. I was like what the fuck I yeah I, I maybe I'm I'm not cultured but I had no idea who he was mm-hmm. but I had to do some some research and he's you know he's He's a really, I guess, classic comedian. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah he's respected for sure. Yeah, and mm-hmm. Mad TV was like, honestly, people people would say that Mad TV was um was funnier than SNL. Mm. People would say that. Yeah, people would definitely say that. Um. Wow. So yeah. So Aries Spears, he posted a um a video on Instagram the other day talking about how he's not really pleased with the current state of hip hop. You know, the same old, like he, he's saying like, oh, um, everyone sounds the same, blah blah blah. And I'm gonna just play this clip real quick. Can you tell me if you hear it? Boy, Aerie Spears, I can hear. Okay, yeah. hold on. Here you go. Here's a clip right here. Yo, what up, it's your boy, Aerie Spears, aka Old Head. Listen, I want to ask the young generation a question seriously. How is it that y'all don't get bored with the current state of hip hop and what y'all are doing to rap? When everything sounds the same, the melody the same, the beat the same, the cadence the same, the flow the same, everything auto tune. From NBA Young Boy to Lil Baby to Rondo Quando, none of you niggas sound different. There's no individuality or originality. yeah so well how do you feel about how do you feel about that um first of all that was hilarious (laughs) i wonder what made him do that man i think he's just frustrated he probably got a a niece or a daughter or a nephew somewhere that was i don't know probably blasting some some little baby (laughs) (laughs) yeah something yeah what Mm -hmm. i'll have to say is that i feel like with every generation there's always gonna be you know the old head saying oh all of that sound that same mm-hmm. all this sound this sound ignorant it's it's always gonna be like that but I feel like right now do I feel like people are running out of ideas yes mm-hmm. I started I started realizing that last year when I was just really there's really last year we couldn't really do much so I really was taking the time to listen to music and it's just like wow it's the same stuff and the same talking about the same stuff yeah and the same cadence yeah um just different yeah. personalities and different artists but here's another thing that I noticed that I something I did re- read in the comments of that post the artists who are trying to step out and be different are always dying Ooh, Ooh. pop smoke Oh, because he because he was making drill music. I mean, drill music was already popular in in London. Yeah. 
but it's the fact that he made it you like universal mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and he was dabbling into other styles too that I, I noticed that before he passed away but yeah um, but yeah I definitely um I definitely see where Aries Aries Spears is coming from um I think this I don't know if this was a clubhouse conversation that I was in I don't know but um I definitely agree with him oh, because- clubhouse will, will definitely tell it because oh the- yeah girl but listen though um because I, first of all when I say I like YG people always be like I never heard anybody say they like YG I don't know why people hate YG I, I, I like YG a lot um but now nah, so I was talking about how because I like YG because he does the Cali rap that I like a lot I love Cali rap I love YG I love Kamaya mm-hmm. I love mm-hmm. Cali like I like the way they rap and mm-hmm. so I was kind of annoyed because he released some song a couple months ago and it is literally like a pop smoke rip off and he's not even the only Ooh. rapper he's not even the only i'm talking about like with the the cadence and like the whole beat of it the drill yeah. just the, way you, the, the, shit, the whole shit right and like he's not even the first rapper to to like do that shit but i'm just i get so annoyed i got annoyed when yg did it and i got annoyed when freaking asap ferg did it asap ferg did it um it's this song called no ceilings i think and i was really? so pissed i was so pissed i'm like why is asap ferg doing this shit like mimicking this whole this whole really Yes. And the thing is with ASAP Ferg, I always, I always favored ASAP Ferg over all the ASAP. No, hold on. Over, wait over a minute. Rocky. I got I feel like ASAP Ferg's ASAP Ferg's debut album. ASAP Ferg's debut album, Trap Lord, is the shit. And he did he ASAP Ferg to me, he did not sound like none of the ASAPs. None of the none of the Rockies Oh no, for sure. I love ASAP Ferg. None of them. I love ASAP like, Ferg. He had his own um, sound to me. That's what yeah, I feel he did. Like. But I, I definitely have to hear that song because oh girl yes please I Go did I didn't that know shit. he like, did that on, Ferg. I'm like I get it you want to sell but nigga come on man like you did know. not just make a damn maybe I got it here I, I can't judge on that you did I not sit here and make this damn Fabio foreign ass song rapping like Fabio foreign with this damn drill beat no you didn't oh my god no you didn't I was pissed but. No. <laughs> Girl, you didn't hear that too. I didn't hear it, but I love ASAP Ferg. So yeah. if he did do that, maybe it was maybe a paying homage. I don't know. Ain't no homage. Stop it. No, he wants to. He wants to sell that song because that's the that's the hot thing right now. That's the trendy thing. Just like how YG. Here's did the thing. That's the Here's how I, how right I see it. With Pop Smoke, no one can sit up here and try to do his music. They do try to do his music, but I'm saying if you if they do, you're automatically gonna be yeah you're you're not yeah you're not succeeding in it, but they're trying yes they're trying not only not succeeding but it's like you're already gonna be deemed a copy, you know what I mean yeah like you're trying to copy pot smoke so like but my thing is I guess reverting back to the topic is that like they just keep dying yeah and. It's it's very unfortunate because I was really looking forward to hearing more from him. And then hearing the album that um, 50 Cent helped put together is just like, these are just, these, it was amazing. Mm. It was amazing to me. So I don't know. I, I just feel like with artists right now, we need that artist to, especially when it comes to hip hop, we need that one artist to come out and, and, just give us an, a new something, something refreshing. I think um, also um, what's going on right now with this whole, like, I don't want to sound like old or whatever, but when it comes to this whole TikTok era, just the state of like music in general, a lot of times you don't have to have talent for shit. So, you know, Not you don't have all. to have talent. 
So you're gonna have someone write a song for you that's gonna she's sound. She's a runner, she's a truck star. <laughs> <laughs> so you're gonna have someone write a trendy song for you, and it's gonna sound like what the what the trend is or whatever. Mm-hmm. So like you know, a lot of people don't have to have talent nowadays. Um, you can just you can just, you can literally wake up and be a rapper. You can. Yeah. You can. You could. Yeah, and that's, all, and that's all it takes is it that is. is that one is that one person to make mm-hmm. a TikTok dance to it, and it's a mm-hmm. hit. Yeah, um, I want to bring up Miley Cyrus. Um, so I don't usually talk about Miley Cyrus that much. I only talk well. I've I've spoken about her when it comes to like the the cultural appropriation and things like that, and um and how I, I how I always felt like she was always talented. I love me some Miley, even though I I don't really agree with like certain things and certain certain things that she has said in the past or just certain things that she's done um unintentionally or, or intentionally I don't know whatever but I uh-huh. always I always recognized her as to be to, as this like raw talent I always thought she had a raw talent um and that's why I was like I don't know why you have to, you don't have to do all of these stunts Miley you're really fucking talented I think that's really just her personality talented. at this point I really think the things that she did yeah 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 but I'm convinced it's just her personality. Yeah. Um, she gives me Gemini vibes. She's a Gemini? No, I know. I'm not saying um, she is, but she gives me Gemini vibes. She has mm, to have Gemini in her Yeah, because every album is like a new phase. Like, Bangers was her, like, hip-hop, like, quote-unquote twerking phase. And then, like, she went country again. And then yeah. now she's, like, this Joan Jett sis. But anyway, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I brought Miley Cyrus up because, um, so she was signed to RCA and um, I didn't actually, I didn't finish listening to Plastic Hearts, but what I've heard so far, I love the project so far. Um, mm-hmm. So to my understanding, the project did well. Um, and I guess her contract was up with RCA instead of her renewing her contract, she, si- she went and signed with Columbia. Uh, and my only question was, um, I'm like, oh, wow. She's still, she's still with labels and shit. Like she's still like, she didn't she's not like independent at all in any way like what's going on so I wanted to ask like your stance with like the whole like artist being independent or being signed because that with, with me like I feel like Molly Cyrus is like a big enough star and an established enough star I feel like she would be successful as like an independent artist to me um mm-hmm. but I also understand the machine that comes with being signed to a label, um, how, you know, you could get this spot on this award show and you can get this uh, budget in touring or this budget in music videos or this budget in product produce, getting pro- shit produced and things like that. So I get that, but I was like, hmm, I just feel like, I don't know. I was like, kind of like, hmm, Molly Salas? So I mean, what you think? I think that the reason why she's probably not going independent is because she probably doesn't want to use her own money. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I mean, if you think but about it. But you're still it, paying back that label though. They're giving you that loan and you're still paying them back. Right. You're paying them back through sales. You're paying mm-hmm. back them back through, you know, tour ticket sales or mm-hmm. merchandise ticket sales or, you know, views that you get on YouTube and things like that. But think about it right now. We're in a pandemic. There's no mm-hmm. tours going on. Oh, yeah, you're right. That's yeah. where, think about it, especially label artists, like just artists, period. <laughs> They're making the most money from touring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They thrive from touring. Ariana Grande thrive from touring. That's where they make most the most money. They can't tour right now. Oh, she, I mean, you're going to have to find another way. Like the money's going to have to come from 
you know, the music selling and maybe the music videos, maybe a, a, a live stream of a performance where, you know, a certain platform is paying them. But like, other than that, it's, it's no money coming in. So probably she probably realized maybe her and her label probably or team realized, you know, things are different now as far as like there, maybe she's not going to be touring as much anytime soon. And maybe Columbia gave her a, diff, a, a better deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Because honestly, I, I'm, I'm not, I, I totally support being independent. Mm-hmm. I support it. But when you have a big platform like that. Yeah. You kind of still need that machine yeah. to thrive. I feel like Chance the Rapper made it like not cool to be like signed. I think that's what it is too. <laughs> oh, oh, for sure. He, yeah, he, I, I feel like he made it. I feel like he made a pathway for independent artists to really show that like you can really do this on your own. You don't have to have a lot to do like a video or a project. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just have yeah. some creative friends. Speaking of, um, I don't know if you saw Rico Nasty post the other day talking about her song Smack a Bitch. No, what happened? So it's 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 the highest streamed, highest viewed song on YouTube. And she said the budget for that was only, I think, you said, 300... it's, her, you said it's her highest viewed? Yeah, it has 40 million views. And she said literally it was done on the stairwell. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that video. I'm like, damn, well, I was, I was kind of mad at the video. I'm like, damn, this girl's just in the damn hallway. But it got, it has the most mm-hmm. views and mm-hmm. the budget was only, I think, three to $500. I think, oh, one to $500. I can't remember, but mm-hmm. like something small like that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it just goes to show if you are an independent artist, you don't have to have like a grand budget to really Yeah, you execute. have to be talented and have to produce something that everyone right. likes. It, yeah. it really all boils down to your personality and what, how you're- But you're, yeah, Rico Nasty, she's not independent. She's um, signed to Atlantic. Um, she signed to Atlantic and um, I actually was watching this BT. BT did this like um this like little mini documentary on her. I forgot what it's called. Um, they did one on her and they did one on Partisan Fontaine. It's on YouTube right now. But um, mm. they she was just talking about certain things and she talked about how um, you know, she got signed. She was like, Yeah, I'm you know, she said that's what she talked about how like, you know, she's she why she decided to be signed. Yeah, you know, she she said it. She was like, "Yeah, you know, I, I respect independent artists, but you know, if if you can get signed and they offer the right deal to you and all that shit, do no, it." No, that that it totally makes sense. But yeah. even when you get signed, you get oh, a yeah. budget. Oh, yeah, you get yeah, a yeah. budget, and I feel like that was one of the smartest moves. Like literally, you can have a budget, and they can offer like the label can offer you a whole team to work with mm-hmm. and offer you this, but. Before you're signed, if you are already working with a certain amount of people, mm. you can make an agreement to still work with those people. Uh-huh, yeah. You see yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And have them eat too. And and literally still use one third of the money that was given to you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. like, it can go both ways. Independent, have a distribution deal, or or actually sign like it's mm-hmm. it's all about what works for you depending on what you're building already for your what, what works for you and what and what's meant for you because exactly. a lot of people a lot of people you know don't really make it um without that machine behind them honestly you know right right yeah so, yeah 
Interesting. I love me some Rico Nasty. Me too. Okay. I would have to listen to that Miley album though. I yeah, really like listen. L- listen, like I will say I will have whatever social issue I'll, I'll have with her, but Miley Cyrus, like she is talented. Like I will always give her yeah. that. Raw she, she's very talented. She just talent. blows me. And she Bangers just... is actually one of my favorite projects. Ooh. I love Bangers. Even though she was doing some nonsense around that, that whole like album rollout. Like yeah. Bangers, Bangers is such a good, it's such a good project. It's such wow. a good project, y'all. It is. I've never, um, I don't think I've ever listened to a whole project. Listen, from her. listen to bangers. Hmm. Listen to bangers. She got Britney Spears on it. She got Nelly on it. Oh. Pharrell, Pharrell done produced some songs. Mike will make wow. done produce some songs. She has some ballads on there. Like, yeah. Yeah. Mm. That's a good ass project. Mm. Um, all right, y'all. So interesting. I'm gonna move on to this next bullet. All right, so girl, so did you, so you saw the you saw the video of um, Matthew knows with um, oh, dear. It's, it's it's let me see because you know what's so funny because he was at a damn radio station in DC. Um, oh my god! It was um, yeah the I think it was ninety three point nine or ninth girl. I, I believe it's, it. I think it's ninety three point nine. Yeah, but um, it's Le- Leah Leah Henry. Um, yeah yeah so I think it's Leah's Lemonade the segment is called Leah's Lemonade and she was interviewing um Matthew Knowles on Instagram live and before I play this clip I just feel like <laughs> the thing is it's just so tired in general the whole Beyonce comparing anyone to Beyonce that it's just it's tired but then also like I just feel like and I understand she's a reporter or she's like a, a media personality I, I was like says like why did you even I, I, why you ask this question I feel like this question didn't need to be even be asked to me anyway i'm gonna play the clip i'm gonna play the clip for you Uh-oh. somebody is an idiot okay somebody is an idiot enough to compare her to beyonce talent wise they say she's literally like a young beyonce in the making i'm talking about chloe bailey are you telling me someone's an idiot enough to compare her to beyonce talent wise she's very talented but Beyonce the, the yes or no? Are there people saying her talent is equal to Beyonce? They are idiots. Mm. Period. Mm. Well, mm. there you have it. Well, there you have it. That's actually insulting to Beyonce. Okay, so before I let you talk, this is the other thing too is people put too much weight in what random people on the internet have to say. Like, Cause that that was essentially what fueled that fucking question, that fucking statement. Like people put way too much weight in random Twitter users. Go ahead, Tommy. Okay, <laughs> girl. I feel like so. Who asked the question? Her, her name is Leah. Um, it's from ninety. So Leah asked the question. Either ninety point nine or ninety nine point five, y'all. I don't know. My bad. But it's ninety three. One of the DC um stations. I don't think it was either because I don't. I've never heard of her. No, no, no. She does. She is. No, she is. I actually. I, I, when I when I be driving out here, her little segment. Oh, she, okay. She usually comes on in the evening time. So um, here's the thing. So I don't think. Of course, you know, always comparing Beyonce is is it is tired. But because, you know, Beyonce signed these young ladies, I feel like that's just it's gonna be a redundant question. Like, oh, you know, 
you know, for the girls, I'm like, oh, how does it feel to be signed on Beyonce? Does Beyonce coach you on this? Da, 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 da. So, of course, um, she's, you know, whoever this interviewer was, she's going to ask Matthew knows, like, how do you feel about um, people, Twitter users comparing, you know, saying that Chloe Bailey is the young and Beyonce. That's, and that's his daughter, too. Like, that's weird. I'm, this is the thing. If thing I ever is, get the chance, if I ever get the chance to, to interview Chloe and Hallie, I damn sure would not bring up nothing about Beyonce. I wouldn't. I swear I wouldn't. But I'm tired. Here, I mean, the thing is, is that I feel like it's, they're going to ask questions about that because that's his daughter. And those are two young ladies that she signed. You know what I'm saying? So it, as an interviewer, to spice things up, they're going to do that. My whole thing is as an interviewer, find different and find a more clever way to have them have an entertaining interview because they all do that same shit. Well, it sure was entertaining because it's on the shade room. You see what I'm saying? It doesn't matter. Good publicity, bad publicity it's still publicity. It, it, it got it on the shade room. It's on the blogs. We're talking about it. You see what I'm saying? But my thing is one, I feel like there's a way to praise someone without making the other person that's being compared look so small. Yeah, because like he definitely him saying that or this this well just his reaction to that definitely downplay. And first of all, Chloe and Holly are very fucking super. Very, super fucking I feel like talented. they're gonna be. They can play fifty instruments, and Chloe produces most of their songs on their projects. They write most of their shit. Like they're super duper fucking uber talented. So it definitely downplayed their talent. And then on top of that, Chloe is a totally different artist from Beyonce. Yeah. Yeah. Why do you think? I feel do you, like why do you he, think that they even did did that? Like, you think because Chloe shows like a little bit of curves that they want to Beyonce think, all of a sudden? I think it's just the the Chloe has a bit of she has a bit more sass. Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On stage, Chloe mm-hmm. has a bit more sass. So I I, I kind of could see why they would you know people would spur up some questions like that, but. My my thing was like I'm I love Matthew Knowles and like what he's done to build um you know Beyonce's help to build Beyonce's career and and the Destiny's Child era and everything. Mm-hmm. I like as a parent, as a parent, like that's amazing. But you can also see how it gets a little bit excessive. You know what I mean? excessive or like blurred or no excessive like you know obsessing over the fact that like this is something that he created or was a part of yeah you know what I mean yeah so I I I can but then again I don't know I I can't really speak too much on it because he he is a parent I don't know what it's like like he made her and he made her yeah but like that no I think it's more so like he helped to create her, you know, help with her career. And it's like, I see, it's like, from a parent's point of view, this is the best thing. This is the absolute best. My daughter is the absolute best. How she dare is, you? She is the standard, yeah. I, and the and standard. It's tr- it is true. Beyonce is the standard. So it's like, how dare you even try to compare anyone to my daughter? He said that young lady, that young lady. <laughs> and, and I didn't yeah. say the whole thing. But so like, the- a, from a parent's point of view, mm-hmm. I understand it, but 
the fact that he had to belittle Chloe is like mm-hmm. that was not necessary. And Holly was like tweeting little subs about it. Oh too. yeah, Holly, yeah, yeah, she, you know, she just because mm. every literally every couple days, this Chloe and Holly, Chloe and Holly, Chloe's always, um, always something happened. And one thing, something. and one reason why I said that um, we need to stop putting value in random Twitter users is because um, that wasn't the whole clip. I saw another part of that clip and another part of that clip when she was like asking him that question, she was saying like, yeah, like people said something about like her, you know, if she, if she played her in a biopic, she could play her in a biopic or whatever. And like, he was saying, he said, Oh, like, oh, you know, he, he's like, you talk, you talking about a movie. But you talk about in real life. What are you talking about? That's when she he, she was clarifying and stuff. But like, who said? I never heard anybody say that Chloe could play Beyonce in a damn biopic. Who said? It's just people. You, you, we we bring value into. We highlight randoms. We just highlight random shit. I'm like a biopic. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I feel like. But Who would that you even know, work? Twitter's becoming the new news. Twitter's becoming the new blogs. Twitter's like. You have like you can you can say anything and it'll be praised. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, I ugh, girl, we're on the same page though. I, I, I just feel I like I feel like that it phone. just it just wasn't necessary. It, it wasn't necessary to insult, but I from a parent's standpoint, I get it. But from it just it just wasn't right to me. I think it he just wasn't taken, right. I think he could have said it in road. a different way. I think he could have taken the high road completely, saying like he could have just like laughed it off and said like people will say anything. He could have just said that because he's been in the music industry forever. But so I like think he, he knows but what, he's how always can just been say anything. very aggressive when it comes to his daughter. Yeah. Like yeah. when it comes to his children, like do not play. Don't even try to talk about my kids. Don't even try to downplay my kids. Like they're the best thing. Like. So he is like I said excessive you know what I mean and it's yeah. understandable because he's a parent but like it just I just he felt tra- he trained them he yeah. trained them he like, had them he had them jogging around in the circle singing shit absolutely and and like, and, and like so and, and another thing is like he knows you know firsthand in and out of what it takes to even build a superstar mm-hmm so it's like I could understand why he the where the frustration was coming from. Like I don't I don't think that's a question that should have been asked, or if it was supposed to be asked, it should have been asked in a different way. Or but, not asked at all. Just just or or not asked at all. But the way like, it was just if you wanted to bring up Beyonce real bad, find another way to bring up Beyonce, but don't bring it up to someone else's expense. And then also him just reacting to it the way he did was just like that young lady that young lady really her it is just yeah but yeah yeah. (laughs) i mean it was kind of sounding like that like (laughs) but that's that's it's it was it was a little yeah but he do be right for his you would think you would think though that he would you know be extremely pro chloe and holly because like yeah because he reckon he because he usually recognizes talent but I guess when it comes to Beyonce, like his Beyonce is like you can't really see straight. I really would like. I'm a little interested to know what Beyonce and Matthew Knowles's relationship is like. You right know that now. she didn't she like sue him or something or fire him. She or, did or sue something him. Happened with something. She I mean, did sue her him, dad. and she I'm did sure they fire had a phone him. Conversation about this though. I'm sure. 
I'm sure yeah. that was, I'm sure he, she even she probably gave him a phone call or she definitely probably like, gave Chloe or somebody a phone call or something. You know, because those are her artists and stuff. So I definitely, yeah, I, I definitely I just think there wonder, were calls. Made. Like, <laughs> does he support? I'm Chloe sure that I'm sure that he recognizes their talent. And I'm sure that's, yeah, what, but that's it's like, like the priority for him. Like, I, I definitely think that for sure. You know, I guess I'm seeing it as, you know, if you see that your child is is this superstar, you will want to support every little thing that she does. I think he so, supports them. But that's just, then you wouldn't say something like that. That's just off. I definitely it's like, it's like them. I feel like maybe you just if that's the case, then you wouldn't talk about it like that. You know what I mean? That young yeah. lady, like you just I don't know. I don't know. It's a deep situation. I don't want to speak too much on it because I like Matthew knows if I were to meet him, like I would love to get some advice from him. Just he's done with the music business. He that's what that's why he was like going on that little press tour. He was like on um, announcing his like departure from the music industry or whatever the fuck. Yeah, um, but um, I feel like he's very knowledgeable knowledgeable about how to develop an artist. So maybe there's something that he knows that we don't know. I don't know. I love the way and I love the way that he talks about Solange too. Yeah, um, like he will always say, like, like he ride, he ride and die for his kids. Yeah, like I loved how he, um, because people at one point people would ask, like, well, oh, why didn't Solange get into Destiny's Child when they had that whole little group change in? Apparently, change out apparently, said, I did why? read this. I did read something somewhere where it said that Solange was supposed to be a part of Destiny's she Child. Kept saying no, she kept saying no she didn't want to be she didn't want to do that because she wanted to be her own artist yeah and that's why she named um the album solo star her Mm. first album yeah so she she didn't want to be in it and he all you know him and tina were always like yes alon she was she's always been different she's always been her own girl her the way she dresses this that this that so they all they definitely um i love how they you know show their affection to both of their kids equally when it comes to the public eye yeah Um, but anywho, on to the next child. Ooh, because this is because that was just like. Mm. <laughs> so on to the next. Um, I think it was earlier this week or late last week. Um, Megan the Stallion released or Harper's Bazaar released um Megan the Stallion's cover story, um for their March twenty twenty one issue, and people including me at first glance of the cover shoot you know we weren't really pleased we were like what's going on here like why is she like why do I see these bags under her eyes and why is she like what's where's the glam what's going on so that's Mm. that was my initial thought when I first saw her cover and her spread and stuff like that um Mm -hmm. but I but I think they were going for like the I guess like the minimal look and the 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 art the artsy type expressionist type shit whatever the fuck right um, mm-hmm. But I definitely think that, um, in a, uh, to my understanding, the photographer was white. Mm. Had, it was a really big uproar on how, like, you know, white photographers don't capture Black women on these magazine covers properly, this and that, this and that. Um, but I definitely will say that um, what bothered me about this definitely was the angles. The angles and, um, you know, in the coloring of it all. Um, ah. you know, I just feel like 
I, I think I understand like what you're trying to go with, like what theme you're trying to go with, but you still need to cater to the person's features. And like when it comes to Megan's features and things like that, I feel like certain poses weren't very flattering, um, but maybe they were trying to be opposite. I don't know. Um, I just think that I just feel like it just didn't really work for me and my taste. Um, that and then also just like the 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 editing of it and the color and you know how the background can drown out the color of the person and things like that. Um, there was a whole clubhouse about that as well. Um, but what do you think? Um, I feel like this has happened time and time again. Um, I believe another person was Kamala Harris oh, when yeah, she was on the cover of Vogue. They yeah. hated how she was dressed and the, and the whole, um, just the whole output of the, of the whole cover was really bad. Um, another person was Simone Biles and it, it's just happening time and time again. And it just goes to show that, um, we need more black creatives in these offices, in these creative rooms for Vogue and Harper's Bazaar and Mary Claire and, and what have you, because they know how to I feel like when accentuate it to, when it comes hold to hold on. They know how to accentuate, you know, the melanin skin. Mm-hmm. Period. They know yeah. how to do that. I think the main issue is like the the high fashion publications like Vogue and um, Harper's Bazaar and things like that. Um, I don't really get that issue from Marie Claire and like Elle and shit like that. I don't think that's really an issue when it comes to publications like that. But when it comes to like Vogue and the high fashion, Harper's Bazaar and whatever, that's where it gets kind of problematic for people. Um, And another thing is um, in the- Because this is not the first time that Megan has had this issue. Oh really? What 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 other publications? Um, the other what was it? Let me type it in. Give me one second. Because her G her GQ spread was amazing. Her Marie Claire spread. Her Marie Claire spread. Um, I like that too. Um, what other magazines does she have? A lot of her other magazines okay. that I liked. Um, it was with my favorite photographer actually. Who? It was for Fader magazine and it was for my favorite photographer, Renelle Medrano. Um, I don't even know if I said her last name right, but she's Renelle is also dating Asa Fur. Mm. Oh, she's Dominican, right? Yeah. I've been following her. Yeah. I've been following her. No, she's a photographer. Oh. I've been following her since Tumblr days. But anyway. Um, this shoot happened, and sorry, was when Megan was wearing that that blonde wig. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. A lot of people didn't like it, and it was because of the edits. But the thing is, the way Renell does her photography and the production set, it usually looks like this, but it doesn't work for all. You know, it's not like a it's not for everyone. So for Megan, it, it just didn't work for her. It didn't work for her at all. It didn't, like, I feel like Renelle's look is for the, it's like for like slick woods type of, type of, you know, models or um, like if Rihanna were to, to shoot with Renell, like it would be popping, but it's happened. This is the second time this happened for Megan. But my thing is for Harper's Bazaar is like, you saw these photos 
you should be able to have a say. Yeah. You and you and your team should be able to have a say and say, listen, you could see my my smile lines. Cause that's the first thing I noticed when I saw the cover. I saw them. You craters. can see, you can see her smile lines. And it's like, that's a makeup issue. Yeah. yeah. That's what made me, um, you said two things, um, that, that I brought up in the clubhouse. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you said, um, the, what's the, what's her name? What's that for her girlfriend name again? Rachel? Rennell. Rennell. Yeah. So you said that certain things will work for like a Rihanna or a Slick Woods or whatever. And like those girls, um, you know, they have something. It's just abstract. It's, you know what I mean? Right. What I'm saying is those girls have something, you know, m- m- Rihanna that's not that's what I was saying in the clubhouse because like with you don't have that issue with Rihanna when it comes to any magazine cover ever but what I'm saying is Rihanna is she has like a model-esque look to her Slick Woods has a model-esque look and to her look, and that yeah. and that's why I was like hmm that's another thing that came into my mind I try to I try to go in at all angles I'm like hmm so is there something wrong with me and why I feel like someone with Megan The Stallion's features doesn't look flattering with this certain thing or like you know uh, is there something wrong with me why do why do I have a problem with her features because she because her features match match closer to my features I have a big nose like her I got big lips like her no I, got big, I don't say like that's I'm, it because but, what I, but that's but that's, what, be that's what I, hold on but that's what I was that's what I brought up like that's what I that's that was my whole thought process like I went down a whole list of like possibilities I try to look at the whole scope of things um it was that, and then also another uh, discussion piece that was in the clubhouse was the team. So of course, like she worked with the white photographer, um, you know. But usually, usually, Megan the Stallion's Instagram pictures look look way better than that damn that damn magazine cover. Of course, because it's that her team. Exactly. You know, but, what I'm saying, and- but what I'm saying is, I'm like, okay. Um, you know, did she not want to step on any toes? Because a lot of times when it comes to, when it comes to those publications, they give you the makeup artist and the photographer and this and that. Did she not want to step on anyone's toes? Did she not want to speak up? Did she not want to do? That's what was going through my mind as well. Because I don't think did did Kalan do her hair on that cover? I don't think I so. I have no idea. I don't think his name was in the thing. But but here's another thing too, because I'm seeing another photo. Ooh, of her in a black bodysuit with the the leather belt uh-huh harness that's belt that's another thing and the outfit and the shot like her skin looks great <laughs> i like the it's flowy the yellow boat. number she had i like the flowy yellow but hold number on, she hold on. Had. on this yeah. particular photo the problem is is that in this photo everything looks great even the editing looks great mm. it's her body language yeah, Kalon did do her hair. Yeah. My thing is, like, I see what she was trying to do with it, but in this moment, I understand it's Harper's Bazaar, so, like, you got to do something something extravagant or abstract with your body, mm-hmm. but, like, not that. You yeah. have to, at the end of the day, you are you, and you need to, you know, pose how you've been posing. If that's what you was comfortable for you, then that's what you do. And she tried to go on Twitter and was trying to like make it seem, I, 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 girl, I didn't believe anything she was saying. She was just like, oh, I, I, oh, I, I love not being in glam all the time. I, I liked this look. I, I didn't, I don't, I want, I don't want to be about glam all the time and blah 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 and this and that. I, well, I then that's like understandable. I, I mean, I get it. I get it. But I mean. If you're not, going I didn't believe for- it because I didn't believe it because she's always in glam and she loves to wear her makeup. 
But she's wearing every, makeup. Every, it's, it's not that she's not wearing makeup. But no, she said full glam. She said full glam. Like the, you know how Megan Stallion has her glam. Yeah. The eyeshadows, the lips, the contour, the highlights, the all that shit. Mm-hmm. Like she does that all the time, even on her Instagram page. So like, I feel like I just didn't believe that. I think she was just trying to like save face when it came to the cover art, whatever. Fuck, I don't care. I love Megan Stallion, but like, I just didn't believe what she was saying with that. Um, But yeah, I don't know. I just, I just didn't like other the shots that look. The angles good. were bad. Um, the lighting was bad. Um, you can't use certain colored backgrounds on certain skin tones. Like it washes her out. Um, and but then again, I'm like, okay, is there something wrong with me? And like, why I feel a way about this look? I feel like um, we're becoming so used to this airbrushed look and filter look that we don't really like when we see a natural face. It's odd now. I don't agree I, with that. I, I told no. I def well for me. That's how I feel. I feel like when you see a natural face, it's just even with um um one time there was this video, not video. It was a picture going around of Aaliyah, and um somebody had to slam that picture because it was an airbrushed like um filter they put a filter on her face and they were saying don't put no filter on Aaliyah's face she was naturally beauty beautiful before that filter like y'all so you know caught up in this filter world where we don't even know what people really look like anymore that's a problem I feel like that even goes really really deep into what we consider beauty and then like the false European beauty standard and all that shit because again like Megan has a has a bigger nose and she has more of like a um she has more of like a broad feature about her mm-hmm. and you know what I'm saying with Aaliyah she was light-skinned she had soft little baby hairs her nose was skinny but even but even still somebody felt the need to add a filter to her so even going back to megan the fact that she did this shoot and it's not a whole bunch of airbrushing we know what we're used to seeing on a magazine cover so when you said when you were saying oh is it me that's where i'm also seeing it because it's like well is it i don't like this cover but maybe is it me because i'm used to seeing an airbrush on magazine cover of women you see what i'm saying mm-hmm. and maybe they she was trying to try something different and really not go for a full glam look but it just is it's, it didn't work because now majority of the world is seeing it as oh this is this is horrible yeah where's um, the airbrush also, where's the full glam? where's just, the filter after me looking at this damn fader cover i remember um how Megan the Stallion, she had a lot of trial and error when it comes to her glam. When it came to her glam, her makeup and stuff like that, she had a lot of trial and error. Error. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. this, because this, because I think with what's her name again? Rennell. Rennell. This yeah, girl saying like Rachel. She, I don't know why she's saying Rachel. Um. Yeah. Like with even with this whole thing, she did like the whole like Polaroid type of vibe, like the whole like extra ex- saturated exposure vibe with the, the, mm-hmm. with the flash camera shit like with the flash you see that her makeup don't match her skin tone yeah it's showing it you see what i'm saying yeah I don't know. yeah mm-hmm. that's unfortunate and then um the boot look the, the, the bra the bra looks when these pictures the bra looks too small her boob is spilling out you can tell the bra too small yeah um 
Yeah. She has she just has a different body. Like she doesn't have the Rihanna, but she doesn't have a Rihanna body. She has a real body. Like she has like a full figured like body about her. And that's what people aren't used to seeing. And they just and they just like um use Rihanna and everybody else, all the other skinny girls as the standard. Yeah. yeah, I feel like also, but for, I mean, in Renelle's case, if you look, cause, cause I follow, I follow her. So I always see her photos. If you go to her Instagram and see what type of art that she does, like as far as picture taking and like the production set, she doesn't use the average, you know, model type of looking person. Let me see. What's her page? It's, um, Renelle. Hi, What's her Renelle. name? I don't know R-E-N-E-L-L. R-E-N-E-L-L. Mm-hmm. Renelle. And- hmm? Her her is Renelle. Renelle Madrano. Yeah. Okay. Her her username is Renelle. Um. Oh, eyes. Renella Ice. Renella Ice. Oh, that garage Ray J Blash cover is cute. So you see what I'm saying? It like she does different types of shoots. Mm-hmm. Maybe for that particular one, they were going for like a, you know, in the ghetto. Cultured. Like. <laughs> I love this. Um, Oh, no, no. I was reading the magazine. It's a magazine called Culture that Issa oh, Rae, she, okay. shot the, she shot it for. She, she did some really good Issa Rae uh, photo, photographs. Yeah. So, like, you could kind of tell, like, the image that she be going for. And maybe it just didn't work for Megan. Or maybe... Megan's the problem. You see what I'm saying? Like, what you, you mean, know, though? Maybe. Like, you see how most people like are versatile mm-hmm. with you know different sets. Mm-hmm. Maybe she's not that versatile, and that's, that's something she has to learn over time as far as taking pictures. See, and that brings me back to the whole like standard of beauty and why you say that she's not versatile because you think someone else. No, I'm saying you you're like the personality that you're giving Mm -hmm. has to be versatile. If you're going to go grunge, you need to have like know what kind of attitude to give when you're mm -hmm. giving grunge. If you're going uh, Mary Antoinette, you need to have the little style and grace to be doing that. If you're giving Megan the Stallion, but I feel like she's giving Megan the Stallion all the time. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. It's not a bad thing. Yeah. But then if that's the case, the team that is she's going to be working with is going to have to know how to create a set specifically for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's why she needs to bring her own team with her. She, exactly. she needs to. She needs to bring her own. The people that f- photograph her, her Instagram page and stuff, she needs to bring them on as her team. Because with Cardi B, Cardi B would never. Cardi B stay with the Tokyo Styles and in the, in the damn Erica La, Erica La Pearl and whatever photographer she's used to using. Or and you know what I'm saying like it's just it's it's just. It, I mean, even Cardi had that issue though. One time, one time, one time. with uh. One time this was with Vogue. Vogue. It was, it was Vogue. No, no, no. Yes. Vogue? Yes. She was on Vogue. She was post. This- yeah, she with posed the, with, with the culture. Head, the head th- oh yeah, that was fucked up. I remember that. Yeah, I didn't like that. And oh, they yeah. also dropped the bag on Ariana Grande. When? 
when she posed with her puppy. That was a that that was a fumble. Let me Google mm-hmm. that real quick. Hold oh on. yeah. Maybe because the dogs were cute. Hold on, let me see. Ariana Grande Vogue. Oh God. See now. Mm. I don't know if it was Vogue. even the Italian girls ain't safe. Let me see. I just think they that... made her look a little tanner. Oh, and they tried to say she was doing blackface because she was tan. Yeah, something like that. And she was like, I'm Italian, y'all. Like the fuck. She is, she's the white but ultimately, I just uh, maybe Vogue needs to add some more, or maybe Vogue's uh, uh, overrated, Tommy. Maybe Vogue's just oh. over fucking rated. Well, I wouldn't say that. Maybe Vogue's under um, overrated. No, I feel like I feel like Vogue has definitely over the years like built up their name. I don't think so. Oh, I'm not like you they, think they, of they didn't build up. I, I'm not. I'm just saying. Like I'm. I'm not like fucking with their credibility. I'm just saying. Yeah. Like mistakes like this. I don't know. I'm not. I I'm feel, not dissing Vogue. I'm just. I was just like. No, 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 no. I get what you're saying, but I feel like with Vogue, I feel like you know when you keep the same team, the same people watch, uh, uh, overlooking the same stuff. Yes, Team Vogue. I feel like sometimes you got to add new people for the, for the times, you know what I'm saying? Like it's a different era right now. Or just have like a black, if it, if it, when it comes to the black girls, just have a black creative team. Cause this Zendaya Vogue cover shoot is amazing. Yeah. So it's like a hit or miss sometimes. It, it depends on who they bring together mm-hmm. for that particular shoot. And I just feel like the overlookers, they don't, because they're also, I guess, old fashioned. I don't know who's in the in in the in the offices who overlooks stuff before it gets printed, but I feel like it's been the same people for years, and they're not looking at what's new. Somebody, somebody said that Anna Wintour needs to hang it up. This is somebody said in Clubhouse. Mm, mm. Damn. Damn. Yeah. Well, I just hope Megan, you know, she, I feel like I, I don't know. I feel like Megan just became big. Yeah. I think we need to cut her some slack. So for how long though, Tommy? My, I don't know how long. I mean, but if you think about it, like we're expecting like all of these new artists to just have it all together automatically. It just doesn't work like that. You got to give them time. Look at the, I mean, I hate to compare them again, but look at the Mariah Carey's, look at the Beyonce's, look at the, the. I don't think, well, at least for me, from what I see, I don't think that we want every new artist to have it together first time around and have it together automatically. I think that when it comes to people um, that have big budgets and big pushes behind them, like Megan Thee Stallion has, clearly has a big budget and a big push behind her. So when it comes uh-huh. to certain mistakes like teams and, and, and choices and things like that, we're like, sis, like, why is this the issue? You know what I mean? Not me specifically. Yeah, people, but then again, know. there were times when, you know, um, even Beyonce, had some 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 t- covers or performances where mm. she did not look good. Mm. Let's be honest. Ma- makeup not matching. You know, 
Okay, mm-hmm. wigs, the wigs. But the thing is, we didn't have a platform like Twitter where the whole world now now because before it was just media like mm-hmm. people or us magazine or fucking or, or entertainment tonight you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. those were the platforms but now we have something like twitter instagram where the whole world has something to say mm-hmm. the whole world is nitpicking little things and i just feel like you know we really need to cut megan some slack Let's let's cut her some slack. She do they need to get it together? Hell yeah, they need to get together. Mm-hmm. But she just starting. Her career just got big. What 2018? Mm-hmm. 2019, 2018? 2018, 2019. She just she just got mainstream. She just got that notoriety. Yeah. yeah. I agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. So on to other. Um, I think it's one more thing, but it's a little loaded. Um mm. So did you see um, how Taraji P. Henson spoke out about her role in Benjamin, Benjamin Button and yes. how um, she was extremely underpaid, how she asked for half a million, um, but she only got 100K, I think 100, one was either 100 100,000. or 150K. And then mm-hmm. but like essentially she it trickled down to 40K for her because she had to break mm-hmm. off with her team and think her lawyers mm-hmm. and things like that. Um, and, you know, Benjamin Button um, is a movie. I think that Taraji B. Henson actually won an Academy Award from her role, I believe, yep. or she was nominated. As a supporting, a supporting. supporting actress, yes. Um, and that movie actually grossed over $300 million in the, in the box office. Um, wow. So that's just a very specific example of how black women are undervalued and underpaid. Um, yep. It's one specific example um, out of many, many, many. Um, but yeah, so let me see if I can pull up some audio real quick. My team felt, me and my team felt like we had finally gotten to this place where I could ask for half a million, couldn't get it. Like what I was asking at that time of my career was, was, was fair, I was gutted. For the whole, wow, when it was all said and done, I got $150,000. Break it down to mm-hmm. you because yeah. I don't want people to ever think that I'm ungrateful because that is not me. Once Uncle Sam takes his 75, then I got another 30 that's coming off of that 75. So I may have made 40000 Me and my wow. team felt like we had finally gotten to this place where I could ask for half a million. Yep, yep, yep. And wasn't it Tyler Perry who paid her her first, uh, I believe, million dollar deal? Um, I, bu- I, I, I don't remember hearing that, but I do believe you. And that's one thing, too. Uh, girl, me and Taylor, we be, <laughs> we, this is the thing with Tyler Perry. Like, I admire Tyler Perry for his work, his work ethic, his, 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 his integrity, his, his, his value, um, his morals. Um, but we all, we always critique like his, because it, it's some Tyler Perry projects that's like, uh, and that's kind of problematic if you really look into it. But I will say this, he does give black people a fucking job. And that's what I will appreciate him for. And that's why mm-hmm. I appreciate him for doing this with Taraji. So yeah. even whatever I have to say about Tyler Perry and his, his work, I'm very I, will also, I will always bring it around to just him just being like, just being a, a blessing to like black culture and, and, and just black creatives and yeah. all that shit. I'm just very shocked at the fact that, uh, you know, she eventually only got $40,000. I've watched that movie about 10 times. 
she did her thing in that movie. Like she gives her all and and it's just very disappointing how time and time again that this is this is happening to you know black creatives, black artists, black actresses and actors. And it's like I mean that that was years ago maybe now you know maybe things are different but it's just very unfortunate yeah that it, it has to be a, a a black man you know to and finally pay her too. her worth yeah and very very devastating unfortunately you would even think after a 300 million dollar gross that they would at least pay her more circle back around or something yeah. yeah but girl i mean I'm, I'm sure she didn't run into that same problem of pro- progressing because like she's like look i got this award i got this award now under, under my belt play with me if you want to right but then again it's like this is her career this is her bread and uh, I, I think this is her bread and butter you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying i remember watching taraji p henson way back I, she was on smart guy mm. she was on smart guy i think she was on girl she was on smart guy and she was on sister sister Mm. I remember seeing Taraji way back. I heard Taraji audition for BAPS. I believe it, girl. You know what? Um, when it comes to Black Hollywood and, and Black female roles, all the same Black actresses audition for the same roles. Mm. They said it. Gabrielle Union said it, I think. She was like, yeah, like, you know, was it Gabrielle Union or it was one of the Black actresses that said it. She's like, yeah, we all go out for the same roles. We all see each other. Making good and me along, they all see each other in a, in a, in that room. Interesting auditioning, because it's like the thing is no, yeah, making good to that because and um, she, she also auditioned for um I don't know if you remember this old show where they were trying to put this girl group together and um Nicole Schwarzenegger that's how you say her Scherzinger Scherzinger thanks mm-hmm. Scherzinger was also that was the first girl group she was in that's how she got discovered and right. like went solo and went to it's called all. pop star yeah the was all pop star yes yes yeah. yes taraji auditioned for that too she did yeah somebody what? found if i'm gonna have to look at that shit Hold i was up. watching the auditions like i was like oh my god what was that show i just randomly was on youtube watching the auditions oh and god. it was like oh my god was that taraji at so and so so yeah did she can i didn't I, know she could sing I look they had a lot of people in there let me see something auditioning for that that I remember this girl girl um Melissa Melissa Malinero she's this white girl and she girl she I always see her on them damn shows she auditioned for pops no she auditioned for pussycat dolls she auditioned auditioned for um Danny Kane um but yeah like back to what I was saying about the black actresses though um yeah like they were saying like you know we they all see each other in in audition at the same time because like it's not very often that you that there's like a black female role that's offered for that year it's only it's usually only one it's usually only one movie that has like that black female role you know what i'm saying Mm. versus like the white female there's plenty of white female role movie uh, leading role movies that come out per year but it's always just one or maybe two movies that have a, a black female lead opening you know what I mean yeah that's true that's true and but I'm glad that those things are changing because I don't know just for example I was watching Sonic Sonic. you've seen the movie Sonic right what the cartoon yeah you know they did the movie recently yeah the live action movie Uh, of it it. and the lead character you know there's Sonic and then his 
the lead human character. I forgot his, what his name is, but he's white. And his wife is black. Oh, that black lady. What's her name? She's also in, gosh, Mixed-ish. darn. Mixed-ish. And she played in, she, she's dark skin, right? Yes. Fuck, she I know is, her name. I know her name. I know um, her name. Um, let me look it up really quickly. Who was killing me? Sonic a movie. Um, dang, because she's also she's the man, she's the Tika, man Sumter. Tika Sumter. Tika yep. Sumter. Mm-hmm. So James James Mar um, Marsden, and then Tika Sumter. And I was just like, when I was watching the movie, because I've watched it twice, and I was like, wow, um, just the fact that they had, you know, a black wife. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just showing that, you know, movies are starting to realize we need more diversity. So mm-hmm. things are changing slowly. And hopefully she got a good pay for it because she was she was really good in it. But um, things are changing slowly. But, um, you know, of course, we, we, we still we're going to still complain. Yeah, because they'll do that. They, I because mean, we was, deserve. We it was deserve. great to see. It was great to see a, a dark skinned black woman in, in that movie. Exactly. But usually, when it comes to them having a black girl in the movie or a black leading girl in the movie, she's always racially ambiguous, light skin, soft curl. You yep. know what I mean? So that's so the also, fact that's they also problematic dark, yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah. So things are changing. Nice deep chocolate girl. Yep. That's that was refreshing. Mm-hmm. I didn't mm-hmm. see the movie, um, but that was refreshing. Yeah, so um, there's another woman that I wanted to bring up with this same issue. And I know you didn't watch Mad TV, but it's this comedian named Deborah Wilson. Um, You guys know her if you watch Mad TV. She was Mad TV, okay? Um, And she talked about how she was underpaid. And actually, Mm. she she actually quit. I think she quit after the eighth season or she quit when she found out that she was getting paid significantly less than someone mm. that started after her a white man that started after her mm. but didn't have the experience that she had mm. and quit, but then she quit after she tried to ask for a she didn't even ask to get matched she asked for a raise mm. and still got denied and she quit so i'm gonna play this audio for you not a matter of well you know we need to re- negotiate Deborah's Hold on, sorry. The, um i recognize that um there are people who came in after me i was a tenured uh, a cast member from the beginning from pilot and um and people were coming in after me making more than me you know white male cast members were coming in after me making more than me i went mm. okay can we talk about this and the answer essentially was no mm. wow really so i'd hit essentially um what I wanted to do and what I wanted to to create on that show did not hit a glass ceiling. But when I was told that all the things you want to create and be on the show has a, a monetary value and we don't value it as much as the new people coming in, that's Ooh. what I me is it's not about just dollars and cents. It's devaluing or what I felt was the devaluing of what I'm bringing to the table and can continue to bring to the this mm. eighth season was not a matter of, well, you know, we need to re- negotiate Debbie's contract or we're going to let her go. Or, you know what, we're not thinking about bringing her back. Because at that point, when I started Mad TV, up until season eight, name another black woman on the show. 
I'll stop mm. you right there because you can't. I was the only black woman. By that time, by season eight, they had changed white male cast members sometimes, right. black male cast members, right. and white female cast members. I was still the only original black woman on the show. Right. I, I, so I, I had some value, and they're saying, yeah, but we're going to, we're going to, we're going to not value the creative aspect of bringing you on and, and giving you money. However, we value you because so far we haven't seen other black women who do what you do. Mm. Who the hell is that? And um, yeah, and this Mad TV is a sketch comedy show is similar to, it's similar to like, you know, the Saturday Night Lives of it all. Um, okay. And this, um, I'm going to, of course, I want to hear what you have to say, but um, this also sparks my memory um i don't know if you're familiar with this but um keenan thompson he's on snl and right. um he actually had to um speak up because they would have a lot of the black men on the show um dress up as women for like women characters right instead of them hiring black women on snl oh. they would have the black men be women for that sketch they had um, Maya rudolph She's a, she's black and she was on SNL, but you know Maya Rudolph, she's like a light skinned woman. I'm not taking anything away from her because Maya Rudolph is hilarious. She's very talented. She's hilarious, but you know she's light skinned and and you know she can't play every goddamn black woman role on, on the damn sketch. You know what you I'm have saying? To have variety. So Keenan, so Keenan spoke up about that because Keenan said, "Look, I'm not wearing no more dresses. I'm not doing it no more." Mm. hire somebody black so that's when when they hired that girl um that woman uh shazir uh damn her name is shazir um her name was shazir something zameda or something like that they hired Mm -hmm. her a few years ago she was like the first um she was like the first black woman they hired in a long time she made like she made like headlines for that she was Mm -hmm. a brown girl with natural hair it was like a big like groundbreaking thing oh my god Mm. hired this black woman and after so many years she's like the second black woman ever blah 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 blah. Mm. my rudolph was on there my rudolph my rudolph so damn light-skinned but anyway she's the only black woman on there but yeah and i think they i think they started hiring more black women on snl as well i think i haven't watched snl in a long ass time but yeah like kenan thompson had to say no i'm not wearing no more fucking dresses hire black women Wow. Hire, hire brown women. I'm not wearing no more fucking dresses for you. I'm not doing it. That was very brave of him because he could have lost his job. Also unfortunate that like we still have to have those, oh, the first black this yeah. doing this. The first and it's just like, yo, like I don't know. I have mixed feelings about Deborah that. Wilson went off. Okay. I have mixed feelings about that because it's like why why now like it always should have been a thing but now someone has someone else always has to like put their foot down keenan yeah. has to say i'm not why is it that anymore? someone has to put their foot down for some for some type of change that happens? they don't give a fuck because it doesn't affect them that's why yeah. they don't give a fuck yeah it's privilege Ain't no that damn sucks. good. Ain't no good reason that they didn't pay Deborah Wilson, a, a, a founding member of Mad TV. Fuck what you heard. The founding castmate, cast member, like she was on yeah. the pilot. And after after you let her, after she had to leave, you didn't hire no other black woman ever. Mm. What the fuck? And then uh, even after eight seasons, you after eight seasons, you didn't hire another black woman. Mm. What? It's tons of funny black women that they could have picked from. What are y'all so talking many. about? So many. Yeah. That's unfortunate. And then brought in someone that's 
started after her, a white male, and paid her paid paid him more than her. That mm. that was that was there since day one. A seasoned comedian, huh? Make it make sense. Disgusting, and it's discouraging. Make- yeah, it's embarrassing. I don't feel safe. <laughs> she said, "I don't feel safe." <laughs> <laughs> I don't. It's like humiliating almost. Seriously, it I feel is, like, a, it, I feel like an alien very... or something. Are we aliens or something? Like, what is it? I mean, no. I mean, <laughs> we 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 know what it is, but it's like we also have to look at the other side of things and realize that you know the fact that we have voices, the fact that we have platforms like heard, we can talk about these things and and you know ho- hopefully bring change. The change is happening, like very quickly. I feel like we, of course, we know we're going to sit up here and like, you know, be so bothered about all that's going on as, as Black people. But at the same time, we have to acknowledge the fact that, you know, the same amount of time that it, it took for us to be damaged is the same amount of time that it's going to take for all of us to rejuvenate and heal. We we also need to acknowledge the fact that things are just are changing and a little fast. And but we we will have patience just as long as we keep having these conversations and 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 speaking up on what we need to have for ourselves. We'll be fine. Mm-hmm. We'll be fine. I can see it like literally I can see the change happening, especially after what happened last year. I know I'm deviating off of the topic, but like I what? Last year of just all of the protests, protests that were going on and just like we just had we had so much to say and we did a lot. Like I feel like before that time we were always it was mostly Twitter fingers to me. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of Twitter fingers going on. But last year, the fact that, you know, it was a pandemic and everyone was forced to look at the media and see what's really happening in our communities, it forced us to take action and speak up. Mm-hmm. I feel like the most the most change for our time happened in 2020. Hmm. Like we were nitpicking every little thing. Starbucks, Target, stop shopping at Target, stop shopping at, uh, stop buying at, oh, at, girl, at Maestro's. Tommy, it was this uh, video that went viral the other day, bitch, in Walmart when um they uh this girl, this white girl um was on TikTok oh, and she I showed the different the, the shades concealers. of concealers and how the light, the the lighter mm-hmm. shade concealer um was you know just hanging there, and uh, when it got to the darker shades, they put the it damn security the, tag on it. They oh showed my God. it. I see that at my um local store too. You see that at your local? Oh my God. Yep. So does anyone say anything about that? I wonder if like the, the Walmart employees but have here's the to say thing. about that. But here's the thing though. Oh my God. Here's the thing though. The fact that somebody posted it, it just goes to show that things are changing. Okay. The fact that somebody said something about it mm-hmm. and posted it and it went viral and it's a big topic that people are talking about. It shows that things are changing. Now, you know, doggone well, they're going to rip that off. They're going to they're going to take off them security things on there. Last year, remember when like a whole bunch of brands were just um, I forgot what brand it was. 
that um where this one guy stepped down and they were like oh hi go and hire a black a black person to take my place it was oh, a lot yeah, of brands know, it was that. it was it was a um oh i'm thinking you're talking about the um the cleveland show or like the family guy where like they had um they had someone um uh, a, a white man voice cleveland a black character and he was like no uh, you know i'm stepping down you know y'all you guys need to hire a black voice for this black person yeah like the fact that that all of that happened last year it's just showing that people are starting to speak up on, on what is right. I'm not giving credit to everyone being like truly uh, fucking, no. You know, pro, <laughs> pro yeah. diversity. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Interesting. Very well, that's interesting. All for, that's all for uh, my time. I'm so glad that you're my guest host. Oh my God. <laughs> um, so that is all for my topics before I get to the, the shows and the music. Did you have any topic that you wanted to discuss um, before I move on? Um, right now, no. Okay. Not no. Okay, if it pops out that you can just, you know, just bring it up. Okay. Um, okay, so I have a couple of things on my list real quick. I know Tommy doesn't watch um, most of this, but I finally got all cut up on Snowfall and I'm, I'm, I'm all caught up and I, I saw everything and, you know, I had like I was so in love with um Franklin so Franklin so um this you I think he's from London um this London actor named uh Damson Damson um let me google his last name I forget his last name he is so fine girl Uh, I'm really into chocolate right now I had a light skin phase in college (laughs) but I'm really into chocolate right now oh I love his I love his accent too his name is um scroll down his name is um, Damson Damson Idris um and he is um yes he's from London but he does a Cali accent perfectly of course they do they're all good at all these UK actors are so good at American accents um but yes so he is great at his American Cali uh accent specifically um I love the show I love the storyline um and honestly even though I have like this like deep love like I'm, I'm I'm in love with him like I really feel like his he's and he's the main character I'm just not rooting for him I think he's just such a bad person he's just a bad as person an, as the as the character yeah the character yeah his character is like it's this this, uh, this essentially okay. like overall he's just a bad person okay so I watched um the first episode today Okay, and I realized that I have seen Snowfall because I'm oh. I'm looking at it. I'm like I remember all of this. Why well, I didn't know I was watching Snowfall, mm-hmm. but apparently I think I've watched two episodes of it, and mm-hmm. um, I don't know too much about him because you know I'm how many? What's the the third season? Is this the third season? fourth fourth season fourth season fourth season Mm -hmm. so i don't know how his personality has changed over time but just Mm -hmm. from watching it um i can tell he's about to get into some 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 real shit yeah it's some real shit it's some real fucking shit when i saw when i saw that mountain of cocaine oh yes Yes. i said oh this is i love is that it's in the 80s this is the type of show i love the nostalgia yeah I i loved when i saw the first scene you know, of them outside and the kids stealing the candy and everything. Mm-hmm. I loved the filter that they used for it. I was just like, yo, this is definitely giving 1980s yeah, I love um, it. nostalgia. Yeah, I really, I, I love films and shows like that. So 
I'm excited to see what's what's this gonna fine happen. Chocolate, yes, but he's a horrible person. Horrible. Dang. Um. Yes. So, but and um, that's weird because you know in the first episode it seemed like he's a yeah yeah no he's a, a good he's person. a nice he's a good person but as time goes on he does bad shit and then really? just him okay so it's about the whole cocaine um, epidemic in the 1980s and just him being a drug dealer and seeing what it does to the community and him still doing it because he wants to be a uh, uh, rich and him just still doing it that in itself is like a bad thing. Wow. It's just bad. You're a bad person. I, I have to see it. You see, you see these these crackheads all around you, and you're still selling it because you want to be rich. You know what I mean? Even though, I mean, this is the thing, though. Even though he could like think of it in a way as like, okay, if it's not him, it's gonna be some white guy doing it somehow. Because they they already they already filter in all the weapons in the hood, and they already fucking set us up for failure any fucking way. But I don't know. But it's still like just him doing it is fucked up. Is you're a fucked up person for that. Anyway, yeah, and like him, and then you know, of course, him being a murderer and things like that. Yeah, that's kind of oh wow. Yeah, he was a murderer. Okay, yeah, I have to um, see it. Yes. So next on my list, um, Michael B. Jordan has a movie coming out on Amazon Prime called Without Remorse, um, mm-hmm. starring him and Lauren London. So mm-hmm. Michael B. Jordan is a former Navy SEAL turned CIA operative. Um, he seeks, this is from uh, Google guys, he seeks yeah. revenge um, after his girlfriend is killed by a Baltimore drug lord. So they raid, like in the trailer, they raid his house and end up killing his pregnant girlfriend or whatever, um, played by Lauren London. And the whole movie is about him um, seeking revenge. So it's an action, uh, it's an action thriller. Um, and um, I will be tuned in on Amazon Prime. Um, my payment has already been submitted. And um, yeah, let me see Michael B. Jordan. He's fine as fuck. And I told y'all niggas that Michael B. Jordan is a certain caliber of nigga because last episode, Tommy, we got to get these niggas together because they keep fucking trashing Lori Harvey for her, minding her damn business and being a bad bitch and dating people and minding her fucking business. Uh-oh. And them just being jealous that they could never get a bitch like Lori Harvey and, and how Lori Harvey dates niggas like Michael B. fucking Jordan. A high caliber ass nigga, and that's what he is. Period. Let me say first of all, I love me some Michael B. Jordan. I hate how he be be in DC and don't be telling nobody. He, yeah, I noticed that too. I have this crush (laughs) on him, and I love me some Lori Harvey. Yeah. So when I found out that they were dating, I was just like, "Dang, this is so bittersweet." Because I just always thought that, like, you know, when I become this big star, and I come across Michael B. Jordan, like he's gonna fall in love with me, and we're gonna get married and have some kids. And I want to interview him. But and then when I saw him with Lori, I was just like, "Oh God, this is so awkward." Because that's my home girl. <laughs> now it's like it's like girl code. I feel like it's girl code because I feel like I already am friends with Lori Harvey. I love me some Lori Harvey. So, <laughs> but Lori Harvey is a baddie, and she could do what she wants, and I don't care what anyone has to say about who she's dating and how she maneuvers in her life because she is young and she can be selfish and do whatever she wants and date whoever she wants. And let's be honest, Michael B. Jordan and Lori Harvey are a perfect match. Honestly, they are. To me. They are. To they're, me. Very, they're very aesthetically pleasing. They're very, very pleasing. And I feel like, you know, people are so annoyed, like, oh, all these pictures. Oh, they're calling each other what? turtle and nugget. And it's like, 
<laughs> y'all are y'all are bitter and tired and and need some 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 I'm spice at to y'all like old ass. I'm mad at the men saying stuff about I, Harvey. I, men speaking let me on tell you business. something about Boosie. I stopped listening to what he had to say when he had his kid. Yes. Speak them, on it. them strippers twerking on his kid and saying that he um he you know hires strippers to do things on his kid. That's disgusting. That's that's I don't even know what the proper terminology that is. I can't come up with the the word right now, but it's to me it's despicable, it's disgusting, and I don't want to hear what anything he has to say because at this point everything that he has to say out his mouth is. It's rude and just despicable to me. So if he had something to say about Lori Harvey, I'm not even hearing it. Because who is he? Who are you? Um, but back onto the movie. <laughs> Lauren London. I'm really happy Remember to see Remember there was that again. big speculation oh, that Lauren yeah. London was pregnant. pregnant. It was probably because of that and movie. And she had to speak out about it. Like, yo, like, why the F would y'all do that? This, that, and the third. But that's why it made yeah. sense. Because maybe someone saw her pregnant, you know, with the fake baby bump. And they mm. put out this rumor saying she was pregnant. But no, it was for the movie, dumbass. Mm-mm-mm. You see how shit spreads? Yeah. I wonder if it was somebody on the set that said some shit and spread it or something. I think I so. Know. I'm thinking you know, again, so the because telephone and... let's be honest, we knew nothing about this movie. Yeah, until the trailer. Then that like that non disclosure was really tight. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that she's working again though. And I think I that um, I never watched that uh, show. It's a show called Games People Play on BET. I never watched it, but I know that she was one of the cast members. Um, but I think that they're actually filming season. Uh, season two now or the or the new season um i don't know if she's gonna be on it but i know that they're filming that season so she probably will be on it i guess i don't mm-hmm. know but um yeah I'm, I'm just glad to see her working again though yeah yeah it's it's refreshing yeah because she you know life must go on you know yeah um and then real quick though i don't know if you watch basketball wives um but real quick do you do you know anything about um about how it there was like a colorism issue that came up like Ooh. a year and a half ago well if you don't know about it i'm gonna say this real quick so the whole thing with og and like her claiming that they're color like shawnee and evelyn and all of them are colorists um so last year or the year before last um we me and taylor spoke on this really heavily um mm-hmm. and we spoke about how like you know um shawnee showed favoritism towards evelyn of course because they're close friends mm-hmm. but my whole thing uh, when it came to the colorism um, I definitely leaned towards that because, you know, OG, she is, um, she's African, she's Nigerian, I believe. So she mm-hmm. has like, you know, you know, sometimes, you know, uh, she has like strong African features, if you will. Um, mm-hmm. And then also, you know, so, and also she's a foot, she was, she was a, she was a football player. She was a female football player. So okay. she was athletic and, you know, she was, you know, she, she muscular and things like that. So um, you know, she, I guess some of the women were threatened by her um, when it came to like when they would get to altercations and stuff like that. Like, you know, she says she's going to beat your ass. You believe her type shit. You know what I mean? Um, but the whole thing with that was just fast forwarding. 
um, the whole thing with that, you know, she got into it with Evelyn and, and it was a whole thing about, oh, Ojo Cinco wanted me and I'm your favorite athlete's favorite athlete, whatever the fuck she said. Um, you know, I was, when I was speaking on this in my podcast, I was leaning towards the colorism because um, a lot of the things that they said about OG, you know, they talked about her looks and things like that. But then what, what really stood out to me was that they called her like aggressive. They would say things like aggressive and angry. And <gasps> mind you, mind you, Evelyn has been on basketball, basketball wise for years. I remember Evelyn being on there when I was in like middle school, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. But either way, we know Evelyn for like being aggressive and angry and, and confrontational and very problematic. We, mm-hmm. we know that Evelyn has thrown fucking whole ass bottles at people, climbed mm-hmm. on tables, mm-hmm. threatened people, tried to fight people, all those things. But, mm-hmm. you know, Shawnee never said, oh, Evelyn, you're being aggressive. You're being, I'm, I'm so scared. I'm just, I'm threatened, da, 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 da. But when it came to OG, OG, you know, she didn't do the same thing, um, the, the same things as Evelyn did when it came to like the actual actions of it. But OG mm-hmm. would say, oh, I'm gonna beat your ass. I'm gonna, I'm gonna fuck you up. You know, she would say things like that, but she would never like act on it. But they would call her angry and aggressive and you're just, you're this and you're that. You know what I mean? So that's why I leaned towards the whole colorism aspect of it. Like, oh, they must be colorists. They must be whatever, whatever. Because Evelyn, this light skin. Subconsciously. You know what I mean? Um, that's mm-hmm. why I lean towards that. But watching this new season, um, this new season season is a bit boring. I will say that. Um, mm. But I will say this. Watching the new season so far, I'm like, hmm, maybe it's not about colorism. Maybe it's, it is just solely on um shawnee just favoring evelyn because evelyn's her best friend you know what i mean um Mm. um but but i said maybe because then again because people love to bring up oh well jennifer's brown skin and and kristen is brown skin but the thing with jennifer and kristen they have very um eurocentric features like kristen kristen is dark skin but she Mm -hmm. has the skinny nose the soft curly hair the baby hairs that whole thing she has a uh, she has like a mixed look to her you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. does Jennifer. Jennifer has a, a, a pointy nose, whatever the fuck. So that doesn't really work when it comes to colorism. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. I am starting to think that it, it is just solely just Shawnee just favoring Evelyn because Evelyn is her friend and Evelyn is like a veteran in the, the cast or whatever, you know? Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. And then also, um, I, I've been watching some some blogs and stuff and like her if you google google og basketball wives and see how she looks like her looks have been a topic of conversation for the past like year and a half ever since she had the whole altercation with evelyn and so people were trying to say like you know um you know like why do you think that she's ugly is she ugly because she has big nose and big lip are she is she ugly because she has strong african features like why do you think that she's ugly that was the whole thing of like the that's the whole discussion piece when it comes to her looks you know but then some people Hmm. are saying i don't care if she's african she's just ugly because she's ugly or like they'll say things like oh she's just hard to look Mm. at you know what i'm saying that's Um, so rude that's kind of like a like a back and forth with me as well it's like okay y'all think she's ugly because she's african looking or y'all think that she's ugly because she's just ugly you know that's like what, the whole, that's the whole thing. What like, is considered to be ugly? Exactly. You can go in many ways. That's like I said before, early on in the show about how like oh, what makes Megan Thee Stallion not uh, good for this position? You know what I mean? It's just what mm-hmm. makes you think that things are ugly. What 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 is your? Why do you have this certain standard of beauty? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um. So did you Google her? And I don't want to really talk too much about her looks because honestly, like me, uh, just What's watching like again? the reactions, just type in OG basketball OG. You'll see her pictures basketball. and stuff. But um, like I just, I don't really want to talk too much about her looks too much because I just feel like 
watching those blogs about talking about her looks and stuff is just really like it hurts my feelings a bit because like she's still a person and y'all are just sitting there calling her ugly because she's hard to look at like that's fucked up to say but she's not ugly yeah i don't think she's ugly either but they just don't like the way she looks hmm yeah it's definitely because she doesn't have european features that's all it is yeah Mm-hmm. but her thing is like you know she's saying like you know she's getting bad treatment because the girls are just colorless or whatever but yeah mm-hmm. um so that's it for the shows for me and i'm gonna move on to the music and this is friday night so you know a lot of music came out today and last mm-hmm. night as well. um did you want to start off the music or did you want me to start off the music and you can just i don't know if you had any music that you wanted to talk about did you see the video i sent you um, no but days. i no. um but before you send me that video i saw the clip already on um her hairstylist page so i saw her like dancing and stuff in the grass girl so SZA released um the music video to good days and the only reason why i knew about it was because one of my followers posted and said they didn't like the visuals but oh. like they loved the song so i was like hold on wait a minute SZA released the visual that I that people don't like so I definitely clicked on it and it was definitely different but then again it still was on brand with who she is and what you know she's she's dancing like she's surrounded by mushrooms Mm -hmm. so in the in the in the beginning of the video she's basically looked like she's sleeping but really, it looked like she was on some shrooms, and like you could see the shrooms, and you could see an open book, right? You see an open book, and the shrooms are on top of the open book, and she fell asleep. So now she's dreaming, and now she's in this garden, and she's there's mushrooms surrounding her, and she's actually a mushroom. Mm. But like she's dancing, like she when I tell you she's dancing, honey, she's doing some um um contemporary hip-hop dancing like I loved it because that's the type of dance I used to do but then there's also other scenes her on a stripper pole you know and um she's reading a book while she's on the stripper pole in a library so it's like I can see how some people wouldn't like it but it's very abstract as as SZA is you know what I mean so it's like a hit or miss for some people. And yeah. also the teaser is that that other song that's been going viral that she never released. Remember that's, you know, that song that 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 was on TikTok everywhere. Mm-mm. Really? Mm-mm. Yeah. So there's this song that's unreleased, uh, unreleased is a song that's been going viral on TikTok because this one kid that's 17 from D.C., He did a dance to it and like now everybody is doing the dance or whatever. So she finally released a snippet of the video on that video on Good Days. Mm. So I was very happy about that. And girl, she it's another stripper pole, but the stripper pole is at the gas station. She loves the pole. (laughs) She loves the pole. She loves it. I live. I live. I love SZA. I'm excited for SZA. I don't know. She, She just She's just effortless for me. Yeah. I just, and people need to stop wanting, wanting like 
fucking standard ass fucking videos like let them be abstract sometimes yeah sometimes people were mad about her um, nobody remember that video she had for the weekend solange directed it and of course like if solange directs something i know it's gonna be some damn it's gonna be some some solange ass shit so get over it get over like and stop being average and go off the grain and just you know try to try to like something else like I honestly think SZA doesn't, she doesn't do anything wrong as far as visuals for me. Oh my gosh, but hold on. Speaking on SZA, Mm -hmm. there was this Twitter thread going around about SZA. I think the thread was called All of the Times That SZA Lied. Oh, you didn't see that on Twitter? No. Girl, I have to say People are bullies. Let me tell, but it was true though. It was partially true. Says a lying or something like that. Says a lying thread. Dang. But yeah, basically, it was going into things how she lied about how her hair, you know, back then she had the big curly hair and she said that that was her hair when really it wasn't. Mm-hmm. Oh, how damn. she how she had saying her freckles were real when really they weren't. <gasps> People going going into saying how she doesn't like to eat cake, but then there was a picture or a video of her eating cake. Um, petty. I just felt like it was very 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 petty. very petty and somebody was saying like oh well it's just adding personality to the artist and and they were just like well SZA is herself like so no y'all just trying to cover up for her she's a liar and all (laughs) this she's a liar (laughs) oh I found a thread let me send this to you girl look at it bitch y'all crazy y'all really be bullying niggas out here y'all look crazy girl why did I just see goodness i'm not even going but, but yeah yeah <laughs> i'm gonna see I'm gonna i just it. i don't i don't i didn't like that because first of all why y'all coming for scissor like that she like you know i feel like every artist has that thing that that they use to spice up their 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 story you know what i mean like even on american idol like their story has to be very dramatic. All the damn like, stories, X Factor. Yeah, all so stories, like, they all got a soft story about like they're all little, little. Like, it's, like I feel like the situation was not that deep for them to go into a whole thread and for them to bash her like that. <laughs> it was just unnecessary. <laughs> okay, okay. Is that all on your list? Uh, what's another thing? I, hmm. hmm. Oh, you already know what I'm about to talk about. What? Oh, the um, Silk Sonic? <laughs> no. And we're talking about music, right? Yeah. You already know I'm going to talk about my girl, Justine Sky. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Get it off. <laughs> Go ahead. Do your thing. Do your thing. I feel like y'all need to stop sleeping on Justine Sky because I feel like she's another artist that has been trying to find herself. I feel like she's another artist that, you know, she's been she's been with different labels and they really didn't know what to do with her kind of 
sound. I know a lot of people may find her boring. <laughs> not going to say any names. <laughs> but I will say that from what I'm seeing right now, ever since she became independent and um, started working with Timbaland, I feel like there's been a glow with her. And I'm really excited to see what she does with this whole intruded like the song is called Intruded. This mm-hmm. and she put out a whole film and girl, the visuals. I saw, I saw the visuals. The girl, the visuals. It was given and yeah. the snippets that I heard. Akani, you got Justin Timberlake on the yeah of an, a flip of an Aaliyah song. I'm excited for it. I don't know. I maybe or I mean maybe it's because I'm like it's not a lot of you know. Not a lot of music as far as R and B or alternative R and B coming out right now, so it's like, yeah, I'm excited for this. Yeah, Solange had her two year anniversary of when I get home when when, uh, when I get home uh, was released. Yeah, yeah, and that just brought back so many memories because she really that visual to that whole album, girl, that was just amazing, girl. Oh, I love when she releases music. Oh, I love it. Did you hear Chloe and Halle's uh, deluxe? album of, of ungodly hour is out yeah oh i haven't heard it yet i'm gonna listen to it when i get off i'm gonna have to listen to it too but um, new songs on it yeah oh shit i'm gonna listen to it yeah yeah and like even the artwork cover is different oh i gotta see that all right i'm going on spotify yeah but anywho but the video ungodly hour what did you think about it it was cool i loved it they just don't miss. Just don't miss. I love the looks. I love the 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 looks a lot. The very artistic, bold looks that they had going on. I liked it. I fucked with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You I know what? Cool. But you know what? Video kind of disappointed me a little bit. What? Summer Walker's video. Yeah, it did. Like we waited all this time for this. Yeah. But the song was good. It's, it didn't. I didn't care that much. But I'm like, oh. yeah. I don't know. What it was, you missed it because she had released another project after that, too. Um, a a project I think it had like three or four songs on it, and it had um, because she has her own record label now called Ghetto Earth Records, and uh, she signed this guy named No One or Noah One or something like that. And she released like an EP with uh, EP um, with like three songs, three, four songs on it, and stuff. So, wait, so she's not with uh, uh, what are they called? The same label that signed Black and um. I don't know. She might be, but she has her own record label now, though. It's called Interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I understand that she's pregnant and everything. She's probably using this time to just be in tune with herself and, and cater to her baby. But um, still, I, I needed visuals. That wasn't. That wasn't. Yeah, because if it wasn't, it, it don't give it to me. I don't think we, anyone asked for it. Yeah. I don't think anyone, I mean, really asked for it and it wasn't, it wasn't grand for yeah. me. I love her though. Yeah. I love her though. Yeah, she makes really fucking good fucking music. But anywho, um, so yeah, so a lot of things were released um, and Drake released um, a three pack. Scary Hours 2. Huh. Niggas was mad about that damn certified love boy not being out yet, but he released a little three pack. I loved it. I listened to it this morning. It's very motivating, especially the first song. Oh, wow. I have yes. to listen to it. Yes. And everyone loves that damn uh, uh, Lemon Pepper freestyle with him and Rick Rawls on it, too. 
So. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. I love some Rick Ross. Yeah. You know he's you know he's in the um Coming to America movie? Yeah, I watched it today. I think I was oh, you did? Watch, watch the whole thing, yeah. Okay, I gotta watch it. I'm gonna watch it tonight. Um yeah. you know that was his house. Oh no. That was Rick Ross's house. Oh, I thought they the- shot I thought they shot um the movie at Tyler Perry Studios. Well, well, there was a portion of it that was in the estate, like mm. the house, the mm. mansion. That was Rick Ross's house. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. I know that's right. They paid him a good bread. I know that's right. That Amazon check or whatever production company it was. Yeah. Oh, what shit. Did you, what did you think about it? What did you I think about it, the movie? Honestly, I liked it, but there were some mixed reviews. But I liked it for what it was, honestly. People, people yeah. want to watch sequels and freaking want to watch sequels and, and, and want to see the first thing the first movie no it's a sequel so it's going to be different. I heard that DeVito was actually in it that's exciting yeah, he was in it he, um, was one of, he performed Brenna Boy's on the theme song with John Legend with Nile Rogers. that's exciting because you know I love me some Brenna Boy <laughs> mm-hmm. um, wow that's good I'm, I'm mm-hmm. going to definitely watch that yeah, it's it's actually really good. I, I liked it a lot. I liked it. I didn't give a fuck. And they had like the you know the the original characters in there too, and like they had like you know Tracy Morgan in there, and like a, a lot of other like familiar faces from that era. Hmm. Um, yeah. But anywho, back to the music. Um, so Bruno Mars and and uh, and Andrew Anderson Pack Anderson Pack. <laughs> they um is it Pack or Pack? I thought it was Pack. Anderson Pack. Um, they Poor released. Uh, they released a single to their project um, called Silk. Well, their their duo name is called Silk Sonic, and when they released the first single to their project um, called what's it called? Let Me In or Let Hold On? It's called Leave the Door Open. Um, honestly, when I first saw this cover art of Bruno and Anderson Pack, I was like, Oh, I didn't know I needed this. Hmm. I know like, I didn't know I, I, I like this and I love the song the song is amazing the video is amazing I'm like I didn't know I need this is a perfect duo too perfect mm. freaking perfect I saw so a if- snippet of the the lives I guess the you know them performing it mm-hmm. so I'm excited to girl hear if the, the actual world song was open, the tour if they did a joint fucking silk sonic tour that would have been great that would have been wow. so freaking cool Wow. Anywho, and then the last on my on my musical list, real quick, um, is I was gonna bring up Day Sulan, but I'll bring it up next episode. I don't even feel like talking about that right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but did yeah, you so, ever listen to Jasmine Sullivan's uh, project? Not the whole thing. Just girl, 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 girl. Hold on, wait a minute. You need to listen to the whole thing. Yeah, through. I will one day, but it's just like I, you know how I feel about R and B. I can't listen to it too long. I have to get like real emotional. Really? But anywho, yeah, I really do. I really fucking do. But anywho, um, the last on my music list is Don Richard. Um, are you into Don? No, I don't know who that is. <gasps> Whoa. You don't know who Don Richard is? Nope. <laughs> Whoa. I'm shocked. <laughs> she was in Danity Kane. She she competed on um. Oh, like, girl, wait a minute. Wait Don Richard. Oh, girl, I like, always what? thought her name was Don Richard. So yeah, when you said Don Richard, Louisiana, she I was said, like, huh? She said it's pronounced Richard. She says it's pronounced Richard. So I say Richard now. 
Um, okay. Yeah. So she, you know, she's still she's still um, doing her thing independently, honestly, and I and I admire her for that. Even though she's still fucking grossly underrated, she's still doing her fucking thing. She released two singles, so I guess it's like an upcoming project. I'm um, coming out. She has a project coming out April. Yeah, next month. Um, it's called Second Line. Um, but yeah, so she released two singles, two two visuals, um, Bust It For Me and um, Pilot. They're both on YouTube. Um, the choreography mm-hmm. is amazing. The shots are amazing. The wardrobe is amazing. Very high fashion, very um, abstract, um, very much Dawn. Um, she's giving mm. you choreography and vocal per mm. usual. So there you go. That's good. Yeah. And that's how do you feel about um Giveon? I haven't gotten into him yet. Really? Mm-mm, I haven't gotten into him yet. I feel like he's gonna break out and and he yeah, he yeah, already yeah. is breaking out, but I feel like he's refreshing. I know his he has a really deep voice, a really deep singing voice. Yeah, it's just different. Like when the fact that we, you know, we're always saying, "Oh, everybody sound the same." I will say in R&B, I'm hearing variety. Mm. You know what I'm saying? At least I'm hearing variety. I may not like everything, but between, you know, Jasmine Sullivan, Summer Walker, her, um, Give Me On. It's just just so many different type of artists in R&B. And I'm like y'all bothered. Y'all bothered by hip hop and shit like that. Victoria like, Monet. How on dare this? I not oh, mention Victoria Monet? Girl, that F-U-C-K song. Oh my gosh. How these weird. damn pop. These damn pop girls all sound the goddamn same. I'm like, who am I listening to? Because I love pop music, but I'm like, who am I listening to? Because I'm like, whoa, who is this again? This, yeah. This not. This not. Uh, Bibi Rexa. This somebody else. Like I know. I don't know. I don't know who I'm listening to nowadays when it comes to these pop mm-hmm, girls. Mm-hmm. But anywho, well, that's all for me. I don't know if you had any more strays left that you wanted to bring up, but it's getting kind of late. We yeah, like this, this is a lengthy episode. <laughs> Good lord! But anyway, we have we have so you. much to say. I know. Thank you so much again for being a guest host. Hopefully, Taylor will be back next week. But if she's not, I would love for you to be on again. Yeah, I'm definitely available. Okay. Yes. Um, anywho, thank you guys for listening to episode 88 of Heard the Podcast. Um, make sure you guys follow Heard the Podcast on Instagram and Twitter at Heard the Podcast, H-E-R-D the Podcast. Make sure you guys subscribe to our YouTube channel, H-E-R apostrophe D the Podcast on YouTube. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe, tell a friend, share it, um, support us on Anchor. The link is in the description on um, any podcast platform. The, the podcast platform that you're listening to us on right now if you listen to us on youtube right now it's in the description box below and um all right thank you again tommy make sure uh, you know thank let you them, for let having them know where me. they can find you at again um you guys can find me on my instagram at t-o-m-m-i dot music or my website at tommymusic.com thank you so much for having me it's been awesome you always know it's, it's fun <laughs> having these debates with you I know, girl. We, we do so, this we, on we the both, regular. We're both so strong. <laughs> so strong. Uh, willed and strong-minded. It's so, so yeah. much fun. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, y'all. Thanks, guys, for listening. And bye. Bye. bye.